Maybe they're the type that lick them first and then put them in their ears and say, oh, God. Are you rolling yet? <laughs> just just waiting for the moment. How you doing? Matt Jolly Stolen here uh, with another episode Stolen of Show Center uh, with our friends. Uh, joining us as always, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Uh, we've been on the road a lot, and it's it's nice to be back uh, <laughs> kind of in front of the uh, the microphone for just a few minutes to talk to everybody. Uh, glad you could join us. What do we have? Well, you want to talk about... wonderful to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful to be home for just a couple of days. Uh, yeah. Been wanna... gone for five. Yeah, let's jump in and talk I, about Oshkosh. I've been Oshkosh. home with the, with the COVID for a month now. Well, let's oh. talk about that. Yeah, we all got it at Oshkosh, except Rob, because he was off. Because I didn't go to Oshkosh. He was off at Dayton. <laughs> We're going to get into that, though. So COVID-kosh, uh, we all got it, and uh, yeah. we've all miraculously healed. Although I will say yeah. it was not without a fight. I mean, it really it, it did it. Oh, listen. It knocked I me down. I do not want to get this ever again. I'm sorry. This is my second roll in on it, and I'm done. I'm. I made some changes to my schedule to uh, uh, lessen the risk uh, because I've <laughs> the Belgian air show, the Sanicol air show in Belgium, is probably the most social event that I attend on the air show calendar because they are the the best when it comes to hosting. Uh, the announce booth there, though, is a closed-in structure, air conditioned. Uh, they have a hell of a lineup this year with the Turkish stars and and so many others with people from all over the world coming into that announce booth to share the announcing. Uh, and I just thought, you know, if to, to lower my risk plus the five and a half hour flight to Iceland on the way, and then another three and a half hour flight into Belgium, I thought I best probably not do that one. So I have stepped away from that one. And then the other big social event because of the risk is of course, and and the big risk for me is is bringing it home to my wife, which I did from Oshkosh, Matt, and that that was not pretty. That well, it is just, it, it, the, the point feel of horrible this, when you infect your loved ones. It, well, it is, and the point of this is that we're not out of the woods yet. I mean, I I am just done participating in COVID. I really am. I'm just done with the whole yes. thing, and I'm, I'm tired of it. I think I've had it twice. I think we've all probably had it two or three times. But you know, the point is, we got out there. We had a great time at Oshkosh, and it was a it was a yes. it was a it was a phenomenal show. I mean, it really was phenomenal. It would have been better uh, if Rob had been there and we had all three been together like we're going to be in Kansas. That would have been a, just a, it would have been fun for us. But yeah, you and I had yes. a great time. Uh, we were there with our with our colleague Luke and uh, Danny for one day, one or two days. And it was just uh, it was a great, great, uh, a great air venture. Sorry that I couldn't be there, but I just wasn't ready to work seven straight days again. You, you took know, the I've money done a and lot ran. of that. Well, what? Yeah. yeah, what money? Yeah. What money? At Dayton. You took to the Dayton money and you ran. I took the you Dayton ran to Dayton. Money. And Danny yeah. and 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 Danny came down, and so we had a weekend. We really had a very very good weekend. Two uh, breakfasts at the Waffle House where we swapped lies, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so Danny Clisham, great to work with him at. And I'm going to work with him at Minden uh, the begin at the end of September too. So he and I are going to do two shows together where we're sharing the mic, and it uh, it's going to be good. We should we should background him just a little bit better too. Um, not only is he a colleague of ours, but a mentor and a guy that uh, for for me was the benchmark when I first got into air show announcing. Without but a there's doubt. other aspects to him, Rob. And you were out with the Spruce Goose and everything out on the West Coast, and in that same museum where that Spruce Goose is, is Danny's little pits, the little <laughs> airplane that he flew aerobatics in at air shows. This guy. This guy's amazing, isn't he, Danny? 
the history. Yeah, he's he has done it all. Uh, as a matter of fact, McMinnville is is the home where the uh, Evergreen Museum is, and Danny was a test pilot on the 747 uh, tanker project, fire aerial firefighting uh, aircraft project. So he flew the 747. He flew that little. Uh, he also flew the T28 chase plane, which was on display there as well. And but Danny has flown uh, so many different airplanes from DC threes, DC sixes, sevens, Convair eight eighties, DC eights. As a matter of fact, he actually set a speed record in a DC eight uh, going west to east, and uh, I think that record still stands today for a four engine jet airliner. It's uh, he's he's done it all. And when uh, there was one year at Oshkosh, it was the coolest thing to watch because he and I had spoken about it. He talked about having flown the aerial tanker, and they did a, an aerial tanker demonstration at Oshkosh. And Danny said very casually, you know, you're going to offset that about a half a wingspan toward the crowd, and it's going to come right down where it's supposed to be. He knew it. He watched it. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He said, he never said, oh, I flew this. He just let the people know. It was so cool. He could have said so much, and 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 for all of that, I think he's one of the most humble guys out there. Yep, yeah, he he is indeed. I just like he's to no hang out job, with. Him. I started to say I just like to hang out with the guy down at the bar and hear all these stories because when we go to you know ICAST to our big convention in December, and we get to hang out with Danny, he often holds court down there, uh, and yep. it's never about himself. It's always about you know uh, somebody else uh, telling a story on somebody else. But if you can get Danny we to have talk to have about him. On. Yeah, we do. I got a letter from him the other day. Such a, a delightful guy. And, and you know, he's going to hate that I say this, but a living bridge uh, between so many people uh, that have already uh, flown west. Uh, he's just known them all. And, and that's the cool part about Danny. Yeah, indeed. And we all strive to be. And, and his uh, Hoover. Thank him for that. Yeah, his Hoover uh, imitation is very good. He said, my good friend, Danny, my good friend. Sounds just like Bob Hoover always sounded. He's, uh, what a, yeah, we should have him back on. We need to. Let's get right into the news right now because there's a lot to talk about here with the most professional name at all of aerial events news. I'm talking about our colleague Rick Peterson here with some prop wash. I still think the headline is is going to stay with us throughout the uh, the season is about how how uh, VIP uh, seating, how ticket sales and everything are bla- breaking records still across the industry, which is terrific. Uh, we see sellouts, uh, well, a, a week at least ahead of some of these shows, sometimes even further back, and that's great news. Uh, now, on some of the other news going on, an update on the Snowbirds. They're back in Moose Jaw. The Jets are not. The team members, uh, some of them spent some time away and some downtime with their families. Uh, but it wasn't planned. Uh, they are still grounded, paused, as the investigation continues into the incident at Fort St. John a few weeks ago. Uh, one of the jets experienced an engine failure on takeoff. The pilot was uh, able to put the jet back down, but without the landing gear. No injury, but the aircraft damaged. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was one of the most freshly painted uh, aircraft in the uh, in their fleet. And uh, the Snowbirds are already flying uh, with restrictions after the crash that sadly took Jen Casey's life. Uh, but this might lead to more restrictions or more training. Uh, the Tudor airframe has been forecast to last until 2030 by the RCAF. 
the incident has caused the cancellation of some important appearances on both coasts in Canada, Abbotsford, uh, where the Thunderbirds were also appearing. So that filled in nicely for the, uh, the promoters there and the organizers. And the Atlantic Canada show on the other coast, on the East Coast, uh, where they have pressed on without the team. And the next major show for them is Toronto, which is uh, the media capital, of course, of Canada, and uh, a non-repayable investment of 250000 for the Canadian International Air Show was obtained this week. News from them, too, uh, through a thing called the Tourism Relief Fund, uh, which is allowing the organization, interestingly enough, to develop audio and video content to attract virtual visitors to the Toronto waterfront uh, through an online platform, expanding the visitor reach beyond the in-person experience, uh, something they did last year. I was part of that and uh, with very limited resources. Uh, so now they've got some government money to pursue that a little bit farther. And uh, Oceana, speaking of live streams, a uh, full-up show and live stream. Rob, you'll be part of that. Yes, uh, that's indeed. good news, too. And uh, I've got a few other things, too, to touch on. Convention news. The pace of the convention registration continues to exceed all previous years. And I say that as both a delight and a warning. <laughs> it's filling up fast. Similarly, display booths in the exhibit hall are going fast. 94.2% uh, last uh, figures I saw uh, are, are taken now. And that leaves about 14 booths still available at the brand-new Forum Convention Center in Las Vegas. So heads up on that. The Navy, I got to point out too, in Prop Wash is kicking some serious ass with their uh, demos this year. The F 35C and B demos, Hawkeye, Rhino, and Growler demos full up, and they're putting on a spectacular show. Can I and just say, Rick, that they, they yes. did, I mean, Oshkosh was all about the 75th anniversary of the United States Air Force, and I thought the Navy uh, just did one hell of a show for them. <laughs> because yes they did because it was, was there it's their 100th anniversary of uh, carrier aviation right well they there you go. i think they flew every demo they had at oshkosh the hawkeye demo was entertaining though because the, the boys took off in formation two hawkeyes it's, it's pretty impressive and then disappeared for about 15 minutes out looking for water or something i don't know what the deal was there <laughs> they came back in and it's uh, it's always impressive to see the navy and and out in you know, force taking full advantage of the Top Gun movie, I'm sure. And the recruitment numbers have to be reflecting that. And Edwards Aerospace Valley and Space Show is going to be the first air show and maybe the last to feature a sonic boom demonstration. Now, they can do that out there in the desert and not break too much glass and upset too many people. Uh, but uh, And they do it all the time there. Uh, so they're going to do three sonic booms, uh, the past, the present, and the future. And they haven't filled in too many of the details yet, but that does get one to thinking about what they're going to do about a past, present, and future sonic boom demonstration. So hats off to them if they get this uh, off the ground and, uh, and to fruition. That'll be, uh, that'll be really something coming up in October. And that is prop wash, Matt. Wake, wake, like wake Matt up. Wake Matt now, up. Is that, is that date, the date of the Edwards show, does it by any chance fall on the anniversary of Chuck Yeager's flight, the 14th of October, 1947? Because that's when the first does. sonic booms happened over Edwards. Yes, and I believe it does. And oh, boy. I remember when I did the L.A. County Air Show, I think it happened around 9.30 in the morning. I, I don't have my notes in front of me or anything like that, but I remember setting up for the show, and uh, and Dan McLaren was doing the sound, Mach 1 Productions, and um, I was plugging in my system, getting everything ready to go, and all of a sudden there was this godforsaken boom, you know, and <laughs> I just thought, 
what the hell was that? I mean, Dan's trailer shook everything because no one had really mentioned that they did this over at Edwards, which is, you know, not that far away from Fox Field for the L.A. County Air Show. And, of course, Dan thought I broke something up the top of the trailer. So he's uh, what did you do up there? <laughs> do anything. And then someone says, the sonic boom over at Edwards. They do it every year at this time for the commemoration of. Of so course, they, they got I'm, I'm nice surprised one. that Dan got frustrated with somebody over anything, no. really. Such a polite no, individual. No, it was, you, don't, you don't want to break any stuff, you yeah. know. And that did sound like, uh, it sounded like, uh, well, it was, a, it was an earth-shattering kaboom is yeah. what it was. Well, that was the first time I'd ever heard a real one. Well, I heard it at at Oshkosh a couple of years back when the F-16 inadvertently broke the sound (laughs) barrier. And that was uh, that that got everybody pretty, uh, pretty spooled up. I don't think any heads rolled on that, but it was sure cool. If we if we record long enough around here, we'll hear one because there's another one today. Down here at the house. That's why none of our pictures are straight. Do they give you warnings on it? Do they, they give you send a, out an a press hour, release? Yeah, an hour or so. That'll you know. Here so what do I tape up all the windows in your house? Well, it doesn't. It it's not too bad down here. And all of our houses on the you know down here were built by the lowest bidder, so it's okay. So, that's a, so you reinforce it's, the there's walls. Cheap to there's, no, there's no glass to be broken. Yeah, it's just it's cheap to replace. <laughs> it's all flex. It's, it's all, all flexy. flexy. It's whatever they put up. Who knows? Yeah, good stuff. Well, hey, you know, we're we're going to be all three of us together at what I think is probably the longest air show uh, in the United States, and that is Kansas City. We're looking forward to that. Uh, we'll all three be 26 there. performers. Yeah, 26. something like that. And it's like all 19 hours including the long. Thunderbirds. But actually yeah. held in Kansas, so they they call it the KC Air Show, so they don't yeah. tick people off in, yeah. in Kansas City. But but uh, New Century Air Park and Kerry Floyd, bless his wait, heart. Wait a minute! Has, wait a minute! Stop! Stop! I bought tickets to Kansas City. Well, we're gonna have to come get you. Kansas City, Kansas. You know, can, you'll still go to Kansas City, but it's a then it's a drive just across the river to oh, Lake. Thank God! I just had. <laughs> Enough deal. I tried to surface from COVID, and now you mean there's another Kansas? (laughs) This Canadian's completely lost. You're not going to the one in Illinois, are you, Rick? You're you're going to the uh, yeah. I I'm going to recheck the tickets. Yeah, you should. Remember, I bought this in the fog of COVID as well. MCO (laughs) or MCI? I don't remember. I'm flying a little plane. It's going to be. Oh my God. I'll but come but get thank you the God we have paddles here on the island. Holy <laughs> carries a carries a fan of the show, and he said, "I want to have all three of you guys," and and we all tried to talk him out we of did. it. Yeah. Well, like the three sonic booms at Edwards, it could be the first and last, but we're looking forward. To this. <laughs> it's going to be a great and time. Jay Rabbit has come out of retirement to do the sound with us, which I think is spectacular. It is, and it's just going to be a blast. I can't wait. No, we're going to have the most serious act. Whatever it happens to be, and we're going to be laughing about it. Yeah. No, yeah. there's no decorum that's going to be exhibited up yeah. there. Not with Jay Rabbit dropping in, uh, you know, excuse, excuse me, and things like that. I just wish John Melby was going to be there. <laughs> I really do. I, you know, I think he might be the only act they haven't hired. They haven't of, hired. Uh, I guess for some, and it's probably because he has a conflict in his schedule because he's a very popular man, the fear boss. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a spectacular lineup. Uh, it is everybody, the A-list of uh, of performers, and it's been a long time since I've been, you know, anywhere outside of Canada on the Labor Day weekend, so I'm looking forward to this. And uh, and the nice thing is they've left the holiday open, too. It's two days on a long weekend, which is terrific, but 
as Matt mentioned, it's a long show. There's plenty for all three of us to do, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Working with you guys is going to be a blast. Listen, listen to this lineup. Thunderbirds, Golden Knights, Kirby Chambliss, Aeroshell Aerobatic Team, the Red Bull Air Force, including the Skydivers and Kirby, well, part of the Red Bull, and Aaron, Aaron. Fitzgerald, the yeah. KC form, Flight Formation Gang, Rob Holland. Um, we've got the... Um, uh, by request, the commemorative Air Force's P-51. We've got Sam Graves, Slana Warhawk, Matt Yunkin, Patty Wagstaff, the Shutterly Squadron, Jeff Bourbon's going to fly the Yak-110, Tom Larkin, Jim Pites, Skip Stewart, Bob Carlton, Adam Baker, Michael Goulian, the Aftershock Jet Truck, Bill Stein, the A-10 Thunderbolt to the EA-18G Growler Legacy Team, Kevin Coleman, and Wayne Boggs is the Air Boss and the three of us and the last row of the performers. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'll tell you what. As we, we should be. We, we, need to, we need to also bring up, uh, you know, since we've not been recording as regular as we will be in, in the near future, uh, we lost a good friend uh, in Chris Darnell uh, since our yeah. last episode. And, you know, I was thinking about the lineup there at Kansas. And, uh, you know, the Darnell family uh, has just been a staple in this industry. Uh, for so long, I mean, really and truly. And Chris has grown up in motorsports and, of course, uh, cut his teeth early on uh, in the air show business. But uh, what a guy, and uh, we're, we're sure going to miss him. But I, I wanted to draw attention to the Live Like Chris uh, decals that have been showing up. There, there's a lot of them around, and I'm sure we'll have some uh, there at the KC Air Show. So if you want to uh, come by the, uh, the announcer stand, I'm sure we'll have some up there. If you haven't already gotten yours, Live Like Chris, yeah. Uh, with the hashtag on it, uh, you know, you can go put it somewhere and send the Darnells a picture of it uh, and, yeah. and help keep that memory alive. So great stuff. And yeah, we'll make sure, sure we have some up there at the booth. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as you mentioned, he leaves a huge uh, gap in our industry and in our hearts, too. And uh, and the family, uh, you know, to the girls and, and his wife who are pressing on uh, with such strength, too. And it's uh, it's just, uh, I mean, the, the motto's there, the sticker. It makes sense. Live like Chris, and uh, and things will be, things will be good in your life. Yeah. Truly, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's it's difficult to talk about it. When I heard about it, uh, I ended up flying up there the next morning just to be with family, and I got to talk to Brooke, and she was uh, being real strong um, yeah. at uh, when they did, they they did two very very great things on uh, in Chris's honor. They had a civilian missing man formation, and then the Thunderbirds also did a missing man formation for Chris. And, you know, for years, the, the idea of the missing man formation was restricted to military flyers. But that line, fortunately for all of us in the airshow industry, has been blurred. And the, uh, the folks uh, like the Thunderbirds who, who are military, they respect Chris respected Chris's family too. And so that was a very, very special moment for the Darnell family. Even saw yeah. his name on the gear well of one of the yes. Thunderbirds. Great, great. Inside stuff. the nose gear door. That's right. And the cool thing about that was, I don't know, I don't know if I mentioned this, but they didn't they normally would have a stencil that they would they would send a, the information to they get it to um uh, their uh, shop in Nellis, but they closed up for the weekend because it was July 4th weekend. And so the maintainers went to different airplanes to find every individual letter that they put in individually to put Chris Darnell in there. I think you get it great. done. 
I wanted to yep. I wanted to change gears because Chris would appreciate this story. Chris was never above a good bonfire, especially if it had a magnesium engine block in it. All right, <laughs> here we go. What? You ready for this? Yes. Let, let's talk, okay. Rick, because Rick Rick and I survived Oshkosh. I, however, survived camping with the Yonkins. And and let me tell Uh-oh. you, oh boy, oh yeah, oh boy. Rick came by one night, and we had a we had a great, just a great, great time. But what what drew me into this, and this is where I wanted to go with this, is that Darnell and all, well, all of the Darnells, uh, they they loved to just sit out and have that fellowship around the campfire, uh, and even if it was in a, a hotel parking lot, if Yonkin and the crew were out there, I mean, how many times have we sat out and just enjoyed ourselves? Uh, out there, but but Rick, you got a little taste of it this year at Oshkosh. Yep. You, you came out yep. to the campsite, and and as I've said for years, that is where Air Venture uh, is really best experienced. Uh, and I and I'm so appreciative that you came out to the camp. Were, were you uh, were you drawn in, or were you blown away, uh, and and just anxious to get back to your hotel room? Uh, no, I, I I actually enjoyed the hospitality. I was getting tired, and of course, constantly in the back of my mind was, "Am I too close to people, and are they infected?" So beyond that, it was beyond it that. Was it was a fun. Nice, well, had relaxed uh, thing, and then and then we all gathered up because it was the night of the Top Gun showing, yeah. and got uh, COVID. Where sixty five hundred other people <laughs> came in, and I I knew I was a goner at that point. <laughs> That's so. probably where we got. Gosh, gosh, the super spreader event of the yeah, week. Yeah, the COVID gosh. Well, we got to we got to get Yankin back on to tell the the tornado story because there's so many great stories uh, that I heard around the campfire. We just got to get him back on. He's one yeah. of those guys that can just spin a yarn, uh, in a way that so few people can. I mean, really and truly. So we got we got to have him back on. Bob Carlton is another guy with useless information like that. He yeah, can, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. So, well, we except have, there's always math involved in that, and yeah. no one wants to go. <laughs> Who can follow along with that? All right, so we're going to see each other in Kansas. We're we're looking forward to that. Yes, we are. Uh, Rob and I are off to uh, to Miramar and uh, all parts unknown. This is the the time of year when when we we have to just tell everybody. Uh, to keep your, as as Boggs would say, keep your game face on, right? Because this is stay the, focused. This is the big push where we all run like you know chickens with our heads cut off from September to October. Uh, I've got six and five weeks. <laughs> six yes. and five weeks. Because there's a private show at Hartzell Propeller yeah. Company that I do sure. every other year. In so between. six and uh, five weeks, and then then two after that. So I've uh, I've got literally half my season to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's and I've, I've cut two out, so I'm down to four, and I'm, I'm happy with that and looking forward to Kansas City. I, one other thing, too, is you can play the music and send us out there, Matt, is uh, Rob Holland. Uh, what, he went for six. He settled for the silver because somebody else has to win at some point in the World Freestyle Championships. But he's still number one to us, and he is the yes, U.S. Is. Uh, reigning champion. And uh, and I've, I've seen the show that won this year. And I'm going to pay for it dearly after saying this with my European friends. But I still think Rob's show is much more dynamic, crisp, and clean. And uh, probably should, if I was the judge, and remember now, I used to do this. If I was if I was the judge there, I don't know if it had turned out quite the same way. That's all I'm saying. 
We have to remember that the French team that uh, that generally oh. takes walks away with it every year is subsidized by the government. Those pilots, that their full-time job, that's their full-time work to compete for the World Aerobatic Championships. So there's a, uh, it's not an even playing field, but uh, the Americans keep going out there and working it hard. And uh, congratulations to Rob Holland. Uh, I, I totally am resonating with you on that, uh, Rick, about him being number one for us. Yeah, the French, they don't we live in the back Rob. of a hangar on a futon, you know. And, That's right. Like Rob does. They, I mean. <laughs> they will have their escargot and then we'll go practice. Now, now. Gentlemen, we, gentlemen. Talent is go. talent. Yeah, talent They're is They're all talent. very, very talented. Uh, but yeah. at least we all agree Rob's still the best. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. There we go. All right, you can send your That's hate much mail. Much better than the piano player, the guy that's supposed to play the music at the end of the show, because I still it. don't hear He's it. He's playing. You can send your hate mail to, to Ricky Peterson right out there uh, in uh, in downtown. And yeah. I read French. Yeah. There's no problem yeah. there. If you... <laughs> I'm going to say the name of the island. Oh, I saw that coming at a closing rate of 1,000 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs>